It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Top Light. 20 minutes past 11, we have one thing that is very important today, and that is a group one, uh, double eight, double three. Who is your group one tip? Could you text us that? We would love to know exactly who you are liking. Uh, a couple of texts came straight through. Benji and Vindog heading through Pukakura Bay, heading to Otaki Overcast, ready to whip home Princess Ellie in race one. Ah, very, very good, Simon. Princess Ellie in race one. I had heard that that was meant to go close. Morning, lads. Josh from Ashurst and the mighty Manawatu. Been raining this morning, but now is fine. Boxing Day is my favourite day of the year. Absolutely. Love the racing. Would usually be at the Alpuni track today, but no racing here this year. So watching from home today with a few brews. Well, that's right. And that's why they're heading to Otaki. Then Mike wants to know if we've got a punters club. Not necessarily, Mike, but um, we can have an imaginary one because we'll all be tipping horses and trying to get a couple home. Now, I want to know your group one tips for the Cambridge Studs, the Bill Classic. Mick, uh, it, let's say it's a six. Let's say this market is as it well. The, this field holds up as it is. When you saw the noms and you had a look at this field, what was your initial thought? Initially, I thought that look, it's a, a crude thing to say because there's so many good horses in here. But I thought it was a two horse race. Um, I think Campionessa is a horse who's very much in the zone. And when they're in the zone, the Tiaka horses tend to race true to form. They're not a stable where their horses who are in form just drop out and go terrible. So you can back it with confidence. Obviously, OP, handy barrier. There's absolutely no reason not to pick her. She would actually be better on a good. When you go sure. back through Campionessa's form, it's quite remarkable. I don't think there's a horse in New Zealand who would have won more races on a good track as in regard to percentage of wins. I think she's had like eight wins. And I think seven have been on good, which is quite remarkable. Because seven it, or nine. Well, we, we don't ha- we don't have that many good tracks. Like we mm. don't have that. Most tracks these days are a five or worse, or start at a five and maybe go to a four. She's won seven on good tracks. I'm not saying she won't handle a six by no means, but I know I know Aegon will. Aegon's been efficient in the wet before. James McDonald told me after Aegon ran fifth to Golden 60 in the Champions Mile back in April, he said, I think he's a 2,000-metre horse. Mm. He's only raced once over 2,000 metres. I know today's 2,050. But that was in this race two years ago and never got a gap. Now, I like Aegon today. I don't like backing horses who don't win very often, but he has a reason he doesn't win very often. He sure. spent two years of his life racing Mr. Brightside and Animo and all sorts of superstar horses. And you're not going to beat those horses. If you base them 100 times, you won't beat them. So his overall stats are like 24 starts for six wins or something. But if he had only ever raced in New Zealand, which, surprise, surprise, that's where he's racing today, his record will be something like 18 starts for 13 wins. Now, yes, horses can forget how to win, and yes, he's a horse who can find bad luck because he's not a big, robust horse. But I can make a really strong case today that you can back him, and I have, 
and then cover on Campionessa because the last thing you want to be beaten by is a tangerine with Opie on and you go, what an idiot. <laughs> I, sh- I should have known, why did I do that? Well, there's enough percentage in that market. Say, for example, you want to spend $5 on this race. I know no one's going to do this, but you can make these numbers up to what you want. And you decide to have $4 on Aegon and you're spending $6, you have $2 on Campionessa. Campionessa wins, you get your money back. You spend your $4 on Aegon, or whatever numbers you can a bit responsibly with, and it wins at $4.50, you get 18 units back. It's a very good betting race from that point of view, because as good as the other horses are, Aquacade and, and No Compromise and those sort of horses, these are two genuine wait-for-age horses. Campionessa raced in the Australian Cup, Aegon's raced in similar races 10 times. They've got two of the best jockeys, because Warren Kennedy's not there. So two of the best jockeys, and they're in form. So that, that, that race just picks itself. And for me, I've backed Aegon. I've had a decent bet on it. And I will be covering on Campionessa. And I'll be very comfortable going into that race if no more rain comes. Okay. Now, Mick, I know that one thing you love is backing. Uh, you, you love being on leaders and horses that are trailing. Um, and you're not a big speed map guy, but you do appreciate the statistical advantage you have when you are leading around the bend. In a field that's quite big, sizable, big enough, 11, a horse that can find trouble, do you think there'll be enough pace that he can get a gap and boom over top of them, knowing that he probably isn't going to be in the first half of the field, I wouldn't have thought? Well, the already is. Once a mile steps up to 2,000, they tend to settle handier than you think because they're going so much slower. So from barrier six, he might be three pairs back on the outside. But when you go through this field hyphen, Campioness is a proven miler. She's won a Richfield mile. She won a mile last start. But yes. you've got Platinum Invader, One Cool Cat, um, No Compromise. You last one was in a Metropolitan 16, 14 months ago. There's a lot of stayers in this race. Now, if they don't go fast, and traditionally wait-for-age races over 2,000 metres in New Zealand are about the slowest tempo middle-distance races you'll ever see. We yeah, very rarely have them at any <laughs> That's speed. true. It's very true. If it turns into a 1,600-metre race tempo or stamina race, then Aegon's even better suited. Because if they go hard, there's no, there's no issues, and he should get out, and, and he'll get his chance up the long straight. But I don't think they go hardy. I don't see any natural pacemaker here, and I Neither, definitely don't. Either. See, I definitely don't see two. Because for a I think Aquacade, I think Aquacade might lead potentially. I don't think they want to lead with Aquacade. I don't think they want to. Well, she'll be near the pace because I, I just don't see any speed. Yep. Well, she could be near the pace. Um, I don't think she's a genuine Group One horse to the same level as these two. I think she's a genuine New Zealand Group One horse. I wouldn't think she's a genuine Australian Group One horse. Whereas I know Aegon is because I've seen him do it. So mm. I, I think she's under the odds. I thought she was the bet of the day as in regards to the one horse all day who I thought this horse is being backed, and I love the horse. This horse has been backed for the wrong reasons. I, I don't think she's going to be in the right part of the track. I don't think, I, I, she loves the track, but she has yet to show me she's a genuine group one weight for age horse, whereas the other two have already shown me that. Yes. And, and, and I'm talking punting only. I would love to see it win for Brendan and Joe. I know it would be a significant day being the Cambridge Studs, the Beals Classic, but I'm not here to be a fan. I'm here to give people information which will help them win, win money. <clears throat> and I think this is a very, very good betting race for people who want to bet the way I just described it. 
Okay, so what, what I want you to do is double eight double three. Text us a horse or a race you'd like us to digest before uh, one o'clock. Now we do have live races to take. We're going to take these races. This is the beauty of going back to back into the Goodall. We're going to have every race on air today, which is fantastic. Uh, we'll try and even squeeze in a couple from Westport. I'm talking uh, the gallops predominantly. So we will take those races. I, I want to talk to Mick about the. Um, the, the way that we've split the three-year-olds here, I think this is brilliant. I think it makes the card what it is. And we'll talk about that before the end of the show. But if there is a specific horse or a race at any of the venues you what, want to know about, send us a What did you text. make of the, uh, of the Zabil Classic? I, I just gave a very long opinion. Who did you like? Well, interestingly, I actually had written down, um, before the odds came out, depending on price, aggregate each way. And I actually thought that the $2.40 a place, I think it was $2.50, was fine. I don't think a four fifty is a true reflection. I thought six fifty was. I was thinking that opener at seven fifty, something like that. And I thought I could back her because she's on the way up. I think, and she comes back from that big weight to weight for age. And I thought that she might be a weight for age horse, but you're just depending on the price to find out. I thought Campionessa at th- at three dollars twenty. Campionessa is a bit an obvious bit. Two dollars twenty. What she was was unders in this field, but three twenty is a bit. I'm probably not as keen on Aegon as you, Mick, just because, I, I, and I love the horse, and I used to be a number one card-carrying member of the fan club, but I just don't know if he is quite what I suspected he was going to be, and, and I thought it's a good enough field. I, I, I agree with you. There, there, there are those doubts, and he hasn't won for a long time, but... I, I agree. It, it, that's why you're getting 420 or 450, and you're not getting, you know, 2 dollars seventy. Which, um, yeah. which you might have got yeah. 10 years ago. But, sure. but the, the bottom line is if you put all the horses in this race into the same race as he's been racing in, let's not forget, he ran fifth to Golden 60. Yeah. Um, yeah. They wouldn't go any better. The question is whether that extrapolates out to actually running past a full field of horses. I think he'll be too quick for most of the stayers. I'm absolutely not convinced he'll be too quick for Campionessa. She might just get two lengths on him at the top of the straight and not come back to him because last time she tried this at Pookie Campionessa, she ran prowess to half a length. And she's she's just got the most glorious draw here. Uh, I mean, he's Opie can just do what he wants. She will be in the one-one, I suspect, or or maybe one pair back. But she will have every possible. So it's a, a fantastic because um, it, it's a race where you can pretty much have an opinion and, and back yourself. And what we're going to do, we're going to go away. We'll come back with the fast lane, and we'll we'll talk to the trainers. We'll ask them their honest opinions. I uh, will start with Jasmine Forsett, who is actually a jockey. Then we'll go Mark Walker, Andrew Forsman. We've been talking about Campionessa and Aegon. Then we'll go Lance Noble, Robert Wellwood. Or Kestrel's come out today, which is a little bit disappointing, and uh, Lisa Latter. That's what we're doing before the end of the show. How <laughs> good is it, really? Double A, double three. Get your texts coming in. Fast lane after this.